All right. Take it away, Dime Store Siri. Yay! <laughs> All right. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to our fifth D and D anniversary. Yay! Hooray! Yay! Yay! Five more years. <laughs> um, so, uh, real quick accounting note. Uh, I forgot. I reused the same date a couple sessions ago, session 12. We went from the 19th of planting a sun's day to the 20, 19th of planting a rest day. So, uh, oops, whoops, a doops. So it's actually the 21st of planting a week's end. Yep. Uh, so previously, um, you all, uh, having made your way to the city of Carthel, uh, got involved in a, a slight caper of sorts uh, when a eccentric, uh, wealthy inventor uh, <laughs> put up some notices seeking help for his missing golem. Uh, you all took the case, following the leads to some junk punks who stole the uh, golem, uh, but quickly finding out that the junk punks had uh, sold uh, the golem to a crime family known as the Indros crime family, uh, who operate uh, a fighting ring on the edge of town in an old Solarian temple. Uh, you made your way to the temple and tried to get in, uh, but being sort of clean, well-to-do looking types, uh, they weren't going to let you in without a sponsorship. Uh, so 88 punched the bouncer in the face. Uh, <laughs> uh, the bouncer took it as a chance to test uh, 88's metal. Uh, bouncer Crackjaw, that is. Uh, and uh, even though 88 didn't win that fist fight, uh, Crackjaw saw something that he liked in 88 and agreed to sponsor him for a fight that evening. Uh, so y'all uh, came back. Oh, and Brindley, uh, while that was happening, uh, tried to break into the facility by turning into a mouse or rat uh, and then getting caught uh, in a foyer. Uh, pick an open door. Then tried to pick a lock on a door that wasn't locked using water. It was kind of a weird <laughs> moment. Uh, uh, however, the um, uh, some other of the uh, people that worked there, uh, a boxy named FS, uh, was impressed by Brindley's moxie um, and told uh, Brindley that uh, she should meet uh, Callie Indros, the... Uh, the uh, person in the crime family who runs the pits. Uh, so uh, that evening, uh, y'all. Like, I wasn't sure if Matt was trying to like get. At first, I'm like, okay, he wants to get a sponsorship from this guy, and then he said something or something happened. And I'm like, oh shit, is he actually just trying to make a diversion? <laughs> and so I panicked, and I had no idea what I was doing for the next like 45 minutes. <laughs> um, so uh, having. Done. Uh, so having done that, you guys came back that evening. Uh, 88 uh, fought in the pit against a chain ogre named the Strangler. Uh, and uh, after a, a brief but tough fight, uh, 88 was declared the victor. You all won some money off of betting on your friend. Uh, Brindley had made some 88 buttons. Uh, and the crowd generally loved it. Uh, after the fight... Uh, Callie was, uh, 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 Brindley was brought to Callie Indros, um, 
and Brindley got to meet uh, her and her creepy as hell daughter, as Brindley put it, Whisper, who is the currently undefeated champion of the Fighting Pits. Uh, uh, and uh, Callie pumped uh, Brindley for information about why she's trying to break in. Uh, and found out that you all were just trying to get uh, that murder bot back. Uh, and uh, Callie uh, revealed that she does indeed have the control on for it, uh, but offered uh, Brinley a chance to come work for them, since Brinley has apparently somewhat good skills that she was able to break in, uh, but a face that literally no one would suspect. <laughs> <laughs> Brindley, uh, she told Brindley to think about it and not make the decision lightly. Uh, then you all stuck around to watch Murderbot, uh, aka the golem formerly known as Dalit, take apart a fighter without breaking his sweat. Uh, you've, you've come to realize that the golem that uh, Darius Bartran Silverbrand IV had made uh, was in fact a Murderbot. It, had, it was very tall, broad-shouldered, uh, and it was made uh, completely out of adamantium. Uh, and the knight in the uh, pit uh, broke his magic sword trying to attack him and didn't stand a chance. Uh, that was over very quickly. Uh, as you were leaving, Crackjaw told 88 to come back in three days for another fight, uh, but you all kind of decided that you'd rather not. We say 88 did after because the fight was quite painful. Uh, you went home, rested, uh, and then the next day you went to talk to Darius, uh, chiding him for building a murder bot, uh, and, uh, and he offered to, um, he offered, uh, he asked you all to negotiate for the return of his bot on behalf of him to the Indra's family, uh, offering, uh, a line of credit up to 25,000 gold pieces, uh, for return of his golem. Uh, and he agrees to pay you all 750 gold pieces a piece if you can't get the golem, uh, and a thousand if you can. So. Question. Mm -hmm. I didn't actually make any money from that fight except what I bet, right? Uh, correct. That was a proving fight. You'll have, the, you'll have the opportunity to make money on further, on, like, essentially, now that you've demonstrated your, your abilities and worth in the ring, you'll have the, you'll have the ability to be paid to come back and fight. So. Gotcha. <clears throat> um. So, uh, having been given that, uh, uh, that option from Darius, you all set out house from, from his place, trying to decide what to do. Uh, not quite sure. Uh, and that is where we start uh, the session. It is the 21st day of planting, week's end, <laughs> essentially fantasy Sunday. Uh, you all are uh, kind of... Um, I don't have it done yet. I, I'm working on a new map for Carthal, but it's not done yet. Uh, but you all are uh, just north of the Merchants District uh, on a well-heeled street. We're just uh, leaving Darius's? Yep. Uh, or not the Merchants District, the Noble District. You're just, just on the outside of the Noble District, a well-heeled street, uh, the inner city of Carthal. What was Darius's last name again? Uh, Silverbrand. Silverbrand. Darius Bartran Silverband the fourth, <laughs> which means that there was three other Darius Bartran Silverbrands before him. <laughs> I a hard time with that name is because it's Bartran Silverbrand. Yeah, it's too much repetition. My brain can't come; <laughs> it just stops. <laughs> Did we return to the 
uh, fighting pits and see if we can have an audience with the Indroses. Yeah, I think. What time is it in the day? It's morning. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's for sure do that. Okay. Sounds good to me. Yeah, late morning. You guys probably slept in a little bit after the excitement from yesterday. And I would recommend that Gwyn be in charge of any negotiations. Why? That would be actually nice fireballs. good at talking with people. Sorry, you I didn't, catch, have a good, didn't I catch what you said, Sean. It, it was Gwynly who gave it up too early on our last set of negotiations, right? Hey, okay. I couldn't remember who it was. Yeah. Whose negotiations were these? I don't remember, but I remember being like, you didn't push hard enough. I have no Brindley, idea. Brinley has a history of being very bad at haggling. Yeah. It's just, it's just people can read my face. It's, it doesn't work. You're also <laughs> very obliging. Yeah. That too. <clears throat> Okay. She said obligingly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to represent the group. Well, you are representing Dario Silverbrand. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's fair. All right. So you all are heading back towards the fighting pit? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so uh, you head uh, east uh, past the castle, uh, past the uh, past the tower of the city watch and the wizard's tower, through the gates of the inner city, back uh, past through the sailor districts, um, and back up to the uh, uh, former Solarian temple, uh, sitting on top of Lookout Hill, a steep hill that eighty eight almost got thrown down the last time he was here. Uh, uh, the sun very bright on your faces as you're kind of exposed to the east at the moment. Uh, and as you get closer, you see um, sitting outside with a book in one hand and a big mug of coffee in the other, you see Crackjaw the Goliath. <laughs> Hello. Hello again. He uh, squints, uh, squints his eyes a little bit, partially because of the sun, but also because he's not expecting you, uh, and says, uh, I, thought I, told, I thought I told you to come back in like two days. Well, we have a bit of a proposition for your bosses. He looks you up and down and says, I don't think you're their type, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was Mythos. Really also laughs. Crackjaw kind of grins lazily at the fact that his joke was laughed at. I think Gwen completely doesn't get it, but soldiers on nonetheless. Um, the creator of the murder bot has asked us to see if we can negotiate its return. He says, oh, well, I mean, I don't think they're going to go for it, but that's not my place to say. Uh, he says, uh, just wait here for a second. He gets up, sets his book on the chair he's sitting on and goes inside. 
unlocking the door as he does so. I want to check the title of the book. Yeah, I was going to do the same thing. Me <laughs> too. <laughs> we all uh, create our necks around him. <laughs> uh, well, previously he was reading like a boring history of something or other. I forget. Uh, uh, <laughs> this morning he's reading a rather tawdry little title uh, called Ballad of the Flame Princess. Mm. Uh, and it's got a uh, comely looking woman with a harp on the front of it. Oh, are you okay, bud? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> got his claw stuck in the window grate. It sounded oh, like it's... Oh, is there a is there a shirtless orc with like hair blowing in the wind behind her? No, no, just her. Just her. <laughs> the novel of self discovery. <laughs> Alright, so you wait you wait for a few more minutes. Um and uh, he comes back out uh, and uh, says, uh, all right, come on, come on in. And we turn the lens. Uh, he, uh, he uh, as you come into the foyer, uh, you see kind of a, a groggy looking FS standing there. Uh, her fur kind of matted up and her. Uh, you has got bed whisper- fur. With whiskers a little droopy, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't. I haven't had my coffee this morning, so uh, don't start anything. All right. Good morning, right. FS. Yeah. We, considering how comprehensively Crackjaw handed handed this our ass, all we're starting is a conversation. Um. <laughs> so she leads you in. Um. The uh, stale, stale smell of sweat and blood from the previous night's fights kind of penetrate the air. Uh, you, look, you look down at the pit as she leads you around it, uh, and you see a, a fresh layer of uh, sawdust and uh, litter thrown on there. Uh, she leads you around the left side uh, and then through those double doors uh, to where Brindley met Callie the last time. Uh, and then she uh, pulls up a couple of chairs and has you all sit. Okay, take a seat. Wait politely. Uh, she I just kind of little little legs kicking, and she just kind of stands to the side <laughs> of y'all, and uh, they get they give you a small size chair. I mean, this is a this is a world where you know people of all sizes exist, so there's chairs of all accommodation. <laughs> I I imagine though. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of Gwen hopping up on a bigger chair. Just so okay, that's, if that's your choice. <laughs> uh, she just kind of stands to the side of y'all with her arms crossed. Uh, and just Sorry, kind of, I just had this image in my head of like a big chair and a little chair, and Gwen hops up on the big one, and eighty-eight just squats down on the little. One. <laughs> <laughs> like when you go, like when you're in high school and you go back to like kin- your kindergarten classroom. Just so mm-hmm. <laughs> um. F- F- yeah, FS stands to the side of you with her arms crossed. Uh, she tries and fails to stifle a yawn. Uh, and uh, after like a couple minutes, she just she says, "She's still coming. Just wait." I sit politely, yep. kind of twiddle my thumbs a little bit, but not in like a obvious way. Like a 
the door opens. Uh, so the kind of those back walls had doors into the side of them. Uh, mm -hmm. A door on the left side opens uh, and out walks Whisper. Uh, and she looks at the lot of you. Uh, did you guys bring your weapons in? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we yeah, did not. Unless told not to. Unless we were um, told on the way in not to do it. Uh, we just carry all of our stuff with us. She, uh, she points to the uh, kind of the wall, the little wall that looks over, like little half wall that kind of looks over the pit. And she just points to like uh, a section of it five feet away from y'all. And she says, pile your weapons up there. <laughs> okay. Put my weapons over there. Yep. I don't try anything sneaky. Because I'm really bad at it. And it wouldn't You're occur. Paladin now. And uh, death is to you as well. Yeah. Uh, and she nods when you all do this, and she just says, "If you try anything, I will not hesitate to end your life." Oh, we we don't doubt that at all. Uh, and then she goes back to the door and opens it wider, and uh, uh, Callie comes walking out. Uh, Notably, Whisper and Callie are both armed. Uh, mm -hmm. Of course they are. Mm -hmm. And uh, Callie stands um, in front of you all looking down at you. Uh, Hi, Callie. Says, Good uh, well, uh, Crackjaw tells me that you all are looking to purchase the murder bot. Uh, though I thought I made it relatively clear to Brindley uh, last night that I uh, I wasn't interested in selling. So presumably you haven't come here to waste my time with some sort of scheme or insulting offer. I don't no. think so. It's we I'm were sorry. we were just told to make thought. a yeah. <laughs> we were just told to make a best effort. Um, she says, before we go too further much further into this, um, she says. Him I recognize, she says, pointing at 88. Her I recognize, she says, pointing at Brindley. She says, and you two, I don't know. What are your names? Mythos. <clears throat> and my name is... Uh... <clears throat> Excuse I have me, to look it Sorry, I did outside work today. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. My name is, Jer I'm still going to have that thing in my throat. My name is Jervis Winston Erlen Neville Archer. Or you can call me Gwen. She says not Gwenna? No. Gwen Archer. Gen generally in my area, the humans have a first name and a last name, so we just kind of do that. Keep the last name as a family name, and all the other ones are additional family names that it's she kind of cuts you off with a hand. She says, okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm told having mobile situations. Strange. So. And she says, um, she looks at you, Nithis. She says, uh, you don't look like you're around from here. Where do you hail? Nishima? You said Niyashima? Yeah. Uh, roll me a deception check. I thought that's where Nithis was from. Apparently not. Yeah. Y'all don't know that. Deception. She's consistent, consistently lying to us. 23. Wow. 
I have a lot of deception, <laughs> which is good because I tell a lot of lies about where mm -hmm. I'm from. <laughs> I'm thinking um, a mob boss probably has a pretty good insight, though. <laughs> we'll see. She smiles and says, Ah, Nishima. Haven't been there in some years. <laughs> she says, uh, Whisper boarded there for much of her primary education. Oh, really? She knows. Spent most of my time on the sea. She says, Naturally. She says, Fishing? Uh, protection. There's a lot oh. of pirates over there. She's a ah, soldier. <laughs> you lot do make an interesting group. We, we actually get that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of takes you all in collectively and says, I do not doubt that. <laughs> well, small talk aside, she says, get straight to it. What, do you've come, what have you come to offer me for the murder bot? Well, <clears throat> and I don't remember, I have to ask something that I don't remember. Was he willing to, it was Bartran, is it Bartran, right? Darius. Darius, Darius Bartran Silver Silverbrand. Screwing me up. Um, was Darius wanted it back immediately, but at least he was, was he okay with not getting it back immediately and getting it back over after a time or not? I don't remember that part of the conversation. He was, he was eager to have it back as soon as possible, and he did not want it to come back damaged. Okay. Um, okay, thank you. Um, thank you for acting as my memory, because I suck. Um, well, we're, we're here on behalf of the, I guess, the original owner, the junk punks procured the, the murder bot from. Um, and, and ideally, he'd like the murder bot back, um, kind of as quickly as possible, but undamaged. Um, having seen it fight, <laughs> she laughs at that. She says, "She says I've yet to find anything that could damage it." Fucking adamantium armor, am I right? Yeah. Well, I mean, having seen it fight, I don't think anything possibly could damage it, which which makes the second part easy. But um, I was wondering, what your do you have long term plans for the thing? Would, We'd like to get it back to the owner, and he'd like it back as quickly as possible. But I understand there's a there's she a lot says, of she says your she says your companion Brindley explained all this to me yesterday. She says, "What new information do you have to bring to me?" Well, how much would it be worth to you to return it? She says, "How much is he willing to pay?" <laughs> she says, "I've watched junk junk uh, or pawn shop." wars or whatever <laughs> you never give the first prize <laughs> uh, did we get did we get an idea of how much the materials were yeah it was forty thousand up to twenty five thousand dollars yeah it was forty thousand to build a new one he's willing to pay up to twenty five thousand to get this one back yeah but how much were the materials to build this one? Forty thousand. i thought we'd ask that no, oh. it's 20, the materials were twenty five thousand yeah oh they were um, okay yeah i remember correctly yeah i think that was how much it was Wasn't the cost of building a new one was what he wanted. 
Well, I think, I mean, we're, we're offered to go as high as 25000 Obviously, my, my companions. Uh, okay, Gwen understand. also never gets to start the negotiation. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> really just laughed. You start with the upper Oh man, I'm I'm, I'm and I'm, I I think I, I think we actually have this little squabble. I'm not going to lie to this person when they when uh, Darius just wants the thing back as quickly and as undamaged as possible. And there's no compulsion for I'm sorry, Cassie, Callie, Callie, or is it is it? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't ask for an honorific, but um, for the Indra's family to, there's no compulsion for the Indra's family to return this thing. Nithis just turns around. It's too late. It's done. Do whatever you will. It's way too late now. So I'm just. <laughs> there's literally nothing to be done. So we've been authorized to go up to twenty-five thousand for immediate undamaged return, but given your your profit motive, I thought there might be some you know, rate of exchange that would work for you. After all, soon enough, nobody's going to be willing to fight this thing any longer. Um, Callie considers that for a moment uh, and says, for 25,000 gold pieces, we'll return it on the morrow. And whisper, both Whisper and FS kind of looked shocked by this. Insight check. Yeah. <laughs> I will do one as well. No. She says... 12. says She seems to be telling the truth. Um, and she says... Uh, she says, you're not wrong. She says, the, the, there, will, there will be diminishing returns in the fights. If no one can beat it, what's the excitement? She says, "Better to get our money now." Yeah. Well, I, I was, I was hoping that would be a, a rich enough offer to return our, our client's property. And um, shall we come pick it up, or, or would you like to deliver it, kind of under cover of darkness? I don't know if there's a stealthy way of getting that thing across town. Um, it would make an impression. She says, she says, carriages exist. <laughs> oh, that's fair. for a horse to tow? She says, it's, it's quite heavy, she says, but we, we do have horse, we do have carriages that are pulled by multiple horses. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's where Sean forgets what weight is. <laughs> um, she says, uh, give us an address and a time and we'll, we'll deliver it on the morrow. Well, do we have it? We didn't get a time, did we? Just ASAP. So, okay. First thing. About, yeah, early early morning, and and give her the address. Okay. She says it is a deal. Yes. Cool. Thank you very much. She nods. She says, "Now, if you'll excuse me, I have many, many other things to do." 
as soon as we go outside and get out of earshot, I'm going to be like, so what's the probability that they're going to rob the entire place? Well, we're going to, I, I, I thought <laughs> when we get far enough away, I was like, I, what? I think we should stay there the night. <clears throat> Darius is going to love that. Well, we can ask him about it. We can also stay outside, but certainly, certainly he could use some, some help with home security. I don't know how this guy is going to avoid this bot being stolen again the same exact way. Well, Matt's time will know better than to get involved in it. <laughs> right. Right. Well, he'll just keep he'll just keep the control wand on him at all times and not leave it on his parlor table like he did yeah. last time. And you know, lock the windows, <laughs> set up wards and alarms. He's got piles of cash. So barrels. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, we should definitely go check with him to make sure that he's actually got this cash and he's actually good. Yeah, thing. I mean. I... <laughs> I didn't think to ask if he was liquid. <laughs> yeah, either. So that could be our asses on the line. Yeah. All right. Go well. back to the silver brand place. Scurry. Scurry. Cut to a walking montage. Because <laughs> we're across town. So back to the sailor districts, back to the gate, back past the <laughs> palace. <laughs> at, at this point, what time is it? Oh God! It's uh, it's it's early afternoon at this point. Get lunch on the way. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna give you guys a meat and cheese platter when we get there. Oh, that's fair. That's true. Right, that's, right. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we just go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, grab a kebab at a stall as you're walking by, maybe. <laughs> All right. So. You head back to Darius' place, grabbing a snack on the way, perhaps. Uh, all right, so you uh, arrive at his, his, at his little brownstone in the house. Uh, They're just outside the Noble District. What do you do? Knock on the door. I go over to the, um, the water fountain. As they mm-hmm. knock, so I can talk to them. Uh, his voice comes out of the water fountain. He says, uh, this, is, this is Darius Bartrand, Silverbrand the Fourth. Who's there? Uh, it's Brindley and everyone. We got news. Oh, wonderful news. Um, well, that was quick. You weren't gone that long. Um, you know, I had my hopes up the last few times that my goal would be back. So I, I'm just going to wait this time and see what the uh, results of your negotiations were. I'm assuming that's why you're back. You've completed them. Yeah, um, they're going to drop it off tomorrow. Uh, we want to stay here with you tonight and make let's sure... Let's maybe go inside so the neighbors don't hear us talking about these negotiations. Just, oh, capital, capital. Um, yes, uh, Aleph will be fetching you from the door in a moment, and uh, I've already got the other two uh, fixing your, your drinks and uh, a, a plate of uh, hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> <laughs> can of peas. Why would we want a can of peas? <laughs> All right, so you open the, the door, the uh, mechanical uh, clockwork golem opens the door uh, and leads you all into the parlor that you're familiar with. Uh, the uh, second uh, uh, golem is already there uh, waiting for you uh, with your drinks. Uh, and a few minutes later, Gimel walks in with, uh, with 
a meat and cheese, very familiar to you now, meat and cheese plate. Um, <laughs> and uh, after a bit, uh, so a little longer than the previous times, uh, Darius uh, uh, comes in on his wheelchair. Uh, says, oh, hello, everybody. Hello. Um, so we have, we have some good news. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, as, the, as, they, as the youth say, lay it on me. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so we, we were able to negotiate the return of your golem. It will be here tomorrow morning. Wonderful, wonderful. What price, what price did you settle on? It was the full price. Oh, well, I'm sure you did try to give him the full negotiation. Well, we're negotiating with a you know, powerful mob family, so there wasn't a lot of back and forth. He says, well, I'm sure the balance will tell the tale of how the small kobold went against the giant crime family and came out with a good deal. <laughs> but in, in the meantime, we were hoping to help you with some matters of home security for tonight and, and possibly get you set up for the future because um, quite frankly, they could sell this thing to you and then break in tomorrow night and get it right back. Well, I would have, I would have Dalathin to protect me. Yeah, um, but there's, you know, locked windows, locked doors. These things also probably would help. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I did take your advice from the previous investigation you all completed around my house, and uh, I've started locking my windows, as strange as that might be. Have you hired anyone to, you know, put magical wards on things or put in an actual security system? Security system. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just imagining always a wizard coming in and installing a magical box and being like, now here's the command word to activate it. The command word to deactivate it. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't say the command word within five seconds, it'll start. <laughs> so the magic mouth at headquarters will go off. <laughs> uh, he says, um, uh, he says, well, I, I have not uh, considered magical wards, but um, perhaps, perhaps you're right. Perhaps I, there's something I should look into. One thing is certainly true, though, from the quality of the craftsmanship of the golem and the amount of money that obviously went into making it and the amount of money you're willing to pay for it back, you're on their you'll be on their radar. They're what we now? Can, uh, well, that's <laughs> They will. <laughs> Damn it, Sean, don't use idiom. It's a kobold idiom. It stands for uh, an acronym I'll make up later. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Darius, just out of curiosity, how are you going to get them the 25,000 gold? Oh, well, um, I figured I would I would hand it to them in in the form of a of platinum bars. You just got platinum bars setting in this house. I believe your cobalt friend says I shouldn't answer that question. I'm sure he has some manner of safe. Yes, of course. Insight check. Does he really have a? <laughs> Does he? Um, <laughs> roll me, roll me your insight check. <laughs> Damn it! I really want to use my inspiration. I rolled a nat one. Uh, I guess I believe this guy. <clears throat> yeah. And hopefully, hopefully it's a safe and locked and 
in a locked room with locked windows and oh yes i'm sure it's, it's all of those things <laughs> uh, if you'll excuse me for a second he pulls out a control wand and whispers <laughs> something into it <laughs> it's in the safe we never said the safe was locked <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, so burn. <laughs> this quest is so exasperating. <laughs> so we have the cash on hand. I think um, the only thing we really need to do is make it through the night. Um, it might be helpful to. We've got a few hours of daylight left. It might be helpful to see if we could find a local wizard that could um, possibly help with some defenses? Uh, he says, I, I've got some friends at the, uh, at the academy. He says, I can, I can reach out to them. He says, oh, um, but uh, I'm sure you are eager for your payments. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, uh, in my concern for him, I kind of forgot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're going to get this guy killed. Uh, he pulls out another control one and says, I bet. Um, Unlock the safe and get the four <laughs> payment bags that I promised her these fine fellows out of it. Uh, the blue ones for success. <clears throat> and then relock the safe. <laughs> yes, yes, and then relock the safe when you're done. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Baby uh, steps. Yeah. <laughs> he says, well, he says, uh, than it was this morning. he says, who knew that posting a, a, a plea for help on a job board could be such a illuminating and, and life-enriching experience. He says, um, I would like to say that I should do it again sometime. He says, however, that would imply that I was in some sort of danger that I needed assistance with. So hopefully not. <laughs> it's just, always best to not need random help from strangers off the street if you can right. um, uh, Anyway, uh, a few moments later, Bet comes down the stairs with four bags. Uh, they are blue velvet. Uh, they have Ooh. a little... Um, uh, DBT IV monogrammed into them and silver stitching. Uh, and he says, and these are for you. Uh, and they're actually all four bags of holding. Oh, really? Oh, additional That's bags of holding. Nice. Uh, nice. And inside of each of them are a thousand gold pieces. Nice. Fantastic. Uh, he says, um, the, the bags are a bit of a bonus gift since you all have been so uh, kind and faithful in your de dealings with me. I like your monogram. Oh, why, thank you. Yes. This is very generous of you. Yes. Yeah. He says, well, you have been quite um, erstwhile and, and a trustworthy. Uh, hmm. He says, I don't want to offend. Hirelings is probably not the right word. Um, group? Just group works. Work <laughs> Companions? People. Okay. <sighs> thank you. Hirelings is better than mercenary. Huh. He says, so what time in the morning should I expect uh, Dalit to return? Uh, we told them eight. Around night, yeah. All right, I'll be ready for it. Well, is there anything else I can do for you while you're here? More meat and cheese. You seem to have had quite the appetite this morning. Yeah, sure. We didn't stop for lunch on the way. We uh, uh, you know, let you know. Oh, uh, Gimel, um, uh, a couple of um, sandwiches uh, wrapped up and to go for uh, the three companions here that are, care about such such um such things i mean we really i think we really would like to stay and keep an eye on you overnight you um, just to make sure this whole thing goes well 
if you if you'd be more comfortable, we we're happy to stay outside. Although it'd be much more secure to be inside. He, he kind of blanches at the prospect. You want to stay here the whole night? Yeah, I thought I thought you might have a difficulty with that. Uh, no, I I'll be fine. I've got I've got uh, I left Bet and Gimel here to watch over me. He says I've got the windows locked. Uh, he says, but I'd be far more comfortable. Um, no, not to offend my erstwhile companions, but I'd be far more comfortable um, not having that happen. <laughs> we could stay outside on the grounds. He says, uh, I, I mean, you're well, you welcome to sleep on the street if you would like. However, I think a bed would probably be far more comfortable. I'm not oh, is it a townhouse? Yeah, it's a brownstone. It doesn't have a yard or oh, okay. really anything like that. Uh, it's I attached It's too. attached to the houses on the side. <clears throat> It's got like a, you know, the water fountain and like a little bush. <laughs> That's about it. Is there any, do you have any way of, of contacting us quickly? Maybe we could find a place nearby and if there's any trouble. Or we could just wake up early. I says I have some paper birds. I can, I can send you a bird. Assume we could find an inn nearby. I'm really well, how not far first. away is our inn from? It's like it's, it's like a twenty-five minute walk. About this person, so he <laughs> <laughs> says. He says, "Quinn, I, I appreciate your concern." He says, "But I'm, I'm quite capable of looking after my own safety, typically." But thank you. I think we should respect his wishes. We should simply return early tomorrow. Okay. If you're if you're comfortable, then we'll see you tomorrow morning. And I guess we take our sandwiches and fuck right off. <laughs> he says, uh, I, I hope you enjoy. I, uh, he says, I used some of my finest mustards on that. Ooh, mustard. Okay. He says, imported all the way from Spezia. All right. <laughs> do we know what Spezia is? Do any of us know what that is? It's a, correct. It's, a, yeah, it's the island that reappeared down in the... Uh, down in the sea. It's that famous the one that, um, uh, uh, what's his face was from? Uh, Belrock Val- and... Um, Belrock and Valthrun? Valthrun, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's inauspicious. Yeah, it turns you into a legend. Is that what you said? What was that? Was it wine? Mustard. Mustard. Oh, mustard. <laughs> She's all excited. For a second, <laughs> Not I don't care. <clears throat> uh, yeah, if you, when you eat sandwiches, the it is a very sharp mustard. It's good if you like such things. <laughs> I take a bite and I like pass it off on to someone else because I'm not mustard fan really. It's it's much for me. All right, so uh, it's late afternoon. Um, what do you all do? <laughs> Worry. Worry <laughs> for the rest of the day. Uh. Um. <clears throat> so it takes like three-ish hours to get over to the part of town where the temple was. To get there, oh no! To get there and back is like three hours. It's like a maybe an hour and a half walking each way. You can do it much quicker if you get a carriage. You know, like a cab carriage. Um. 
where would be the best place to find a bookshop between here and there? Uh, you're in you're in the rich part of the inner city, so bookshops. You know, there's all sorts of bookshops around here. Bookshop. Okay. Um, I I would like to find a bookshop. I would like to too. If you would, would like to join a... me. Yeah. Sure. That sounds exciting. Okay. All right, so uh, not too far from here, uh, you see a bookshop. Uh, uh, it's got like um, this kind of uh, strange looking uh, half human, half cat uh, icon sticking out of it, uh, like uh, on the sign. Um, uh, and a closer investigation is called the Sphinx's Scriptorium. Hmm. I will step inside. Right. Uh, oh, my bell fell off my desk. Oh. <laughs> right, you, you, you go in, uh, a bell rings uh, above the door, and, um, and yeah, you find yourself uh, in this um, uh, tightly packed uh, bookstore. It's got two levels. Uh, there's a little balcony on the second level that kind of overlooks the entrance and you see more bookshelves up there. Uh, the air smells like uh, just that kind of musty, musty book smell that you either love or you hate. I love it. Um, oh, yeah. uh, and uh, as you walk in, a, uh, a kind of large Maine Coon uh, cat comes up and rubs itself against your legs. Who's that kitty? <laughs> or against my shoulders, I guess. Being <laughs> <laughs> coon size. Um, a, uh, around. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say an older voice from uh, kind of near the back <clears> says, <throat> um, "Feel free to browse. Uh, come to me if you have any questions." And looking around, are there like all sorts of books? Is this mostly like a? older antique book kind of place or is it like new publications uh, it, it's got a little bit of popular. everything uh it's got it's got uh uh it's got sections so you've got yeah your older kind of antique books it's got newer publications tawdry romance novels uh perfect you know blank spell books you know paid paper for sale inks stuff like that so okay and are there prices of like sort of the range of prices of things or would i have to go up and ask the person uh Carefully, carefully and lightly written inside each cover is a price. Uh, you pick up a couple of books uh, and you see things um, that go from uh, uh, that go from you know all the way from a handful of copper up to one that has like is like thirty gold pieces. So, wow, what's the thirty gold piece one? Uh, it is a a first edition uh, book uh, that's got a old uh, but in good condition leather cover. Uh, and is, I don't know, a biography of someone famous. Yeah. Uh, I will go to the person in the back. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you, you head back to the back, uh, and you see uh, just a uh, real ancient-looking human man uh, with just thin skin that hangs hangs very loosely for off of him uh and uh his hands are kind of knotted, knotted up with arthritis uh 
and he's got uh, kind of long silver hair that's just kind of missing from the top of his head uh, and cascades down his shoulders. Uh, and he says, uh, yes. Good afternoon. I was wondering if you offer gift certificates. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> quite, the, quite the rage these days, yes. <laughs> Marvelous. Uh, awesome. I would like to purchase one for 25 gold. Uh, he says, oh, of course. He says, um, he pulls out a, uh, a, a large uh, book and opens it up, cracks it open to a bookmark page. Uh, and there he uh, pulls, pulls out a quill and ink and writes it, writes it up. Uh, and then in the marginalia, he makes note of the date and uh, the amount uh, and the number. And he unfolds it and tears it and hands it to you. Thank you very much. Right, you pay him, I assume? I give him 25 gold, yeah. He yeah. says, oh, uh, the pleasure's all mine. He says, um, uh, do you have an interest in books yourself or is it just for this friend of yours? Idiot actually has to stop and think about that for a minute. <laughs> I do not believe I have ever read a book. He, uh, he kind of he blinks three or four times. Uh, it says, um, have you ever, do you know how to read and write? He says, no offense. I do, yes. <clears throat> I just have never considered it. He says, <laughs> well, what, what, what topics interest you? Crafting. He says, well, we have an entire section of crafting books over there. You could learn more about your skills or trade. I look in the direction he pointed and mm -hmm. start walking over there. Uh, he says, oh, but before you go, uh, he, uh, he says, uh, reading for pleasure, he says, is one of the greatest joys of life. Uh, he says, um, he says, there's a wide variety of topics from fiction to nonfiction. He says, but uh, he says, my personal favorite, he says, is a story of the, uh, the heroes of New Haven. And he pulls out a, a book uh, and he says, uh, he says, he says, I'll, I'll let it go for half the price I'd normally sell it for. Gwen, Gwen was browsing, looking for books on dragons and hears that and his head spins around. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he says, um, this one was written by a bard who was very close to them, whose name, unfortunately, has been lost to time. <laughs> Larissa! I'm on fire ah. today with my memory. Uh. <laughs> he says, some, this, some believe it was a single bard, some just an amalgam of stories that were attributed uh, to a single person. He says, um, he says, it is both detailed and engrossing, he says. How much would you like for it? Uh, he says, well, he says, I would normally sell it for a silver piece, he says, but uh, five coppers, he says, will do me just fine. Mm, I will take it. Is there anything on um, the coastal, like a, a regional guide or a travel <laughs> guide? Like that's, I would call it a travel guide in real world. Yeah. yeah. Either on this coast or the east coast. Absolutely. Which, uh, covering which country or cities are you looking for? Um, Carthal, Sinport, anything I can find just basically around. 
Um, uh, Brinley is browsing, not really looking at stuff nearby, um, just waiting for him to be done working with other people so nobody overhears her. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, yeah, there's um, you. You find like uh, a a chat book of like what to do within Carthol. There's like a like a little there's like a whole <laughs> stack of them like kind of by the door uh, in the window. Um, and then you also yeah you do find like a couple books on Sinport. Um, a lot of them fictional. Uh, a lot of like uh, what happens in Sinport stays in Sinport style <laughs> stories, but. Um, uh, you do find uh, you do find one that seems to be a fairly like neutral and objective guide to it. Okay. I'll buy that one. Okay, uh, it's like five copper. Gwen Gwen accidentally wanders behind like a um, like a velvet curtain um, marked with uh, with the the symbol of calamity, and sees some of the covers of the books in there, and turns reddish blue and walks out. <laughs> Um, all right, so Brindley, you get a moment when he's... Milky tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, you, you find a moment when your companions are no, no, nowhere near the uh, shopkeep. Uh, hi, I, I was wondering if you could help me find a couple of things. He says, uh, <laughs> of course. What can I, what can I help you with? Um... First off, I was wondering if you have a history book about Jessica Thanadorn the first of uh, Winhaven, and maybe something about you know the establishment of the new empire and laws underneath her. Uh, he says, "Oh, that that is a hot topic." He says, uh, "We we sorry, Wait. his voice is much older than that." Uh, yes, we do. What that is, is that? Uh, a hot topic amongst uh, amongst uh, people these days. He says. Uh, he says that there is the definitive biography of Jessica Thanadorn the first. He says, uh, which does cover the formation of the empire. Uh, he says, um, he says, written by a bard named Aethid, who uh, apparently was a defector from the empire. So, great! I like that one. I almost called you calamity. Uh. <laughs> Brinley is making sure to be very quiet, right? So yeah. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and then I was wondering if there's anything on trade between them and like Sinport or the eastern side. Like a trade guide? No, just like a, a scholarly book on on trade and <laughs> movements between the two countries. Between this and Sinport? No. Um, well, like anything up the up the East Coast, and then what Sinport maybe does to steal it, stuff like that. Because <laughs> they're pirates. So Sinport's not all pirates, FYI. Not for pirates. <laughs> so you're you're trying to find so you're just trying to find a history a scholarly tome on the history of piracy from Sinport. Yeah, and then if you have another like a yeah, basically. Um, he says, oh. Uh, he says, well, there's actually plenty of stories in the Tadri romance. Sorry. <laughs> he says, there's actually plenty of stories in the Tadri romance section about the pirates. Really of but uh, if, you're, if you're looking for a scholarly book, I, I think that is something I could, could find for you. Uh, he says, um, accounts of that and such. Uh, he says, your, your Jessica biography and your pirate bio, uh, history book, he says, those will together be 10 gold pieces. Okay, but I have more. 
okay. Um, and then I got reminded earlier today, do you have a book on like the reestablishment of Spezia after the poof back into life and like the short it's, history yeah. on that? He says like the political or the yeah. or the act of it reappearing itself. Um, no, it's the political stuff after it. Oh, okay. Because the, you know, the act is in the unexplained phenomena section, but uh, the political <laughs> side of it, he says, that is, uh, he says, um, I, I believe we do have something that they assigned to the kids there at the university. He says, um, unfortunately, the price of that is higher because of that. Um, he says, so that one is 10 gold pieces on its own. Okay. Lord. And then um, a friend of mine recommended this book. It's about this monster hunter that travels from town to town. Uh, she is really like this badass, but she really met on the road. I was wondering, it's, she said it was a romance novel. Do you have that? Anything like that? She couldn't remember what it was called. <laughs> did, did she recommend that? I'm trying to remember. Or yes. This... She said that was her favorite book. Right. When I asked her what her favorite book was. Um, <laughs> I remember that. I wasn't sure if it was that or if you're just trying to find like will into existence a romance novel about her. Um, no. <laughs> um, give me just a sec. Um, I didn't write the, I don't have the book name in my notes, sadly, uh, but he does have like a bunch of copies of it. It's a very popular nice. book. I'll take that too. Uh, and that one's only five silver. And can okay. I do some shopping when Ridley's done? Yep. Even in a fantasy world, we're all book nerds. <laughs> well, we just got money, too. So, I mean, right. who didn't expect a shopping montage? We just got money. We got paid. Let's all go to the bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. So, what about what about you, Gwen? Um, I was looking for. I'd I'd love you know, kind of scholarly works about the. I, I don't know what you would call it. Maybe a bestiary about dragons and kobolds. I, I'd kind of like to see what's right and what's wrong. Oh yeah. I mean, there's. Oh well, you're looking for like anatomical or you know, some more sort of cultural. Um, I would, I think probably cultural about the, um, kobolds and, and anatomical and cultural about the dragons. Kind of more of a, more of an over, a broader overview of the dragons. And, and I just like to learn how other, other groups of kobolds organize themselves. He says, well, I, I, I mean, I'm, he says, it's, it's all rather dry. Is that okay for you? Yeah. Yeah. I can make a song out of anything. He says, I don't think, yeah, he says, I mean, these are essentially, he says, thesis statements from people at the university. Good luck making a song out of it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he, uh, he points you to a couple, uh, three scholarly books. Uh, he, it takes him a while to find them. They're in a kind of disused Dusty. corner. Dusty. <laughs> uh, but uh, on the uh, cultural, two cultural books, one in Kobolds, one in Dragons, and an entire book of anatomical uh, an entire anatomical book about dragons, uh, which has like you know, all sorts of hand-drawn illustrations and stuff. And, okay. Uh, and 
and I, this is this is I think a even more of a long shot. But um, do you have anything that's like someone who's kind of mechanically inclined a um, some kind of a, a book or treatise of designs for for security devices? Something that might <laughs> might spark spark the interest of someone who who likes building things. He says you're looking for a blueprint guide for secure home security devices. Is that yeah? I understand yeah. that correctly. Well, uh, he we says the sweet-natured but naive person that I worry about. He says I unfortunately don't have anything like that. However, there are there are shops near the artificing schools uh, in the university district that would probably. Uh, you know, being a little more refined, and uh, would have a specialty book such as that. Or okay. scrolls, perhaps. Great, thank you. Thank you for the pointer. Uh, and is there anything? Great. Is there anything that's like hugely, um, you know, any stories that are that are just like so popular right now, or think the thing that everybody's talking about, or everybody's reading? He says, "Well, Song of the Flame Princess." We've been having a hard time keeping that on the shelf. Well, it sounds like exactly. I'm the sorry, a ballad of the Flame Princess. Ballad of the. Do you have a copy <laughs> of that? Uh, he says, I have a hundred copies of that. I go through 30 a week at least. <laughs> I think I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to try a copy of that too. All right. Uh, altogether, your order comes to 21 gold pieces. All right. Okie dokie. Thank you. So in the books that uh, 88's been looking at, um, I want to find a book on uh, wood carving. Mm-hmm. Preferably something that's like culturally or geographically specific to an area that I have not encountered before. So this is like, oh, new techniques and designs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, you're able to find. Um, I mean, there. Uh, I'd say probably the most interesting one that is, leaps out to you uh, is there's um, uh, an entire book of carving from the free cities, which is an area you've never even heard of. Uh, um, and, uh, and it features carvings from this very densely jungle area uh, in a continent, uh, kind of to the southwestern tip of the continent that Metalos is on. Uh, um, and uh, the, uh, the techniques are referred to as uh, Devalian in origin. Um, and, uh, yeah. And, uh, being such a rare book though, it is 25 gold pieces. That's fine. Um, and then I also wanted to find a book on like an introduction book to artificing. Oh Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, they they have, uh, that's a book they have. Um, how much is that one? Uh, that one would be probably 30 gold pieces. It's... It's a, it's a textbook. It's called, so you want to be an Altarian. <laughs> uh, I mean, the book does caution you that, like, you know, making, you know, magical items is a skill that takes years to hone and requires magical forage and, mm-hmm. you know, et cetera, et cetera. So. Okay. So I will give him 55 gold and five copper for those mm-hmm. two books and the song of the, or the story of the Heroes of New Haven. Great. I, I forgot. Do they have blank books as well? Yeah. Can I get two of those? 
Yeah, they're they're five silver a piece, so I'll be another another gold. I don't care what else happens tonight. I'm fucking overjoyed. I'm to go <laughs> book shopping. <laughs> what are you doing? Book shopping. Fucking up a joy? No, no he's I just he's overjoyed. Yeah, I'm overjoyed. Okay. What you heard was interesting. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right. And this, did you just get the books on Carthol and Spiceport, the little travel guides, or? Uh, a book about Sinport and one about That's Spiceport. Spiceport, different port. That's spice in the mind. And and one about um, Carthol. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, that's cool. I just got those two. Oh my gosh, I can't type today. I'm actually going to put these in my equipment because I'm definitely going to forget that I have it. Yep. <laughs> I put them in my notes. I plan on moving it over later. All right. So uh, you guys spent a few hours in the bookstore mm -hmm. as, as people are wont to do in bookstores. Yes. Uh, and it's by the time you come out, like the sun's getting low in the sky and it's, it's early evening. Can we take a quick break? Yeah, sure. In in typing out the bag of holding with um, Darius's monogram on it, I was consistently consistently incorrect, and I flipped his two first editions <laughs> <laughs> when I was typing it. I was like, "Geez." GBS. So. Yep. TBT. Is it S? Yes. Silver. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I, got I, think, I think I, I think I maybe misspoke. I think right. you did say DBT, but yeah. I did say DBS, yes. Okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom. That's, that's probably why. All right, pausing now. And we're back. All right. Hooray! Yay! All right, so having, having um, slated your book lust, you leave <laughs> the bookstore uh, and head where, head where? What do you guys do? Flush with cash and books? To read our books. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's evening, right? It's like dinner time. Back to the end. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll also, sorry, uh, I think I said this off mic, but uh, the bags are monocled D monogram DBS, not DBT. Sure. DBS IV. Okay. Uh, all right, so you head back uh, to the Silver Cauldron. Um, uh, the tavern keep... Uh, asks if you'll be playing uh, a song this evening or a few, I guess a few songs, Gwyn. Yeah, well, I absolutely will. Excellent. He says, uh, it was good, good. He says, uh, the exception of the alligator incident, he says, I think our, I think your stay here has been mutually uh, beneficial. It certainly has been nice to get in front of a crowd again. Mm -hmm. I'll ask, um, 88 and Brinley if they want to play cards. <laughs> now that everyone has gambling money. <laughs> oh, wait, are we gambling? I wasn't thinking of gambling. I just want to do something. <laughs> I'm ready to play cards. Put a little one in down. Like a low pot, a little one. <laughs> I have five silver. 
Yeah, I do not know how to play any card games. Yeah. Then you should definitely play for money. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do <take> you. <laughs> All right. So while you listen to Gwyn perform, and Gwyn, make me that perform check. Uh, 17. Ah, pretty good one tonight. Yeah. Um, uh, each of you, let's say, uh, let's say Nithis, uh, um, Brindley, and 88 make me an intelligence check, and uh, Nithis and Brindley, you can add your proficiency to it. And our proficiency Ooh. is plus three. Mm -hmm. I got That's a natural 20, so 21. <laughs> Ooh, nice, beginner's luck. Yeah. Uh, 17 for me. Mm -hmm. Well, he can. Sixteen for me. He can right, so bet emotionlessly. So, so Brindley and Nithlis, uh each lose five silver pieces, and uh, eighty-eight. You gain a gold piece. Turns out, Warforged, good poker face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know how to play um, cards now. <laughs> this was fun. <laughs> and I will use that gold piece to pay for their drinks for tonight. Aww. Aww. Thank you. So I, I don't think I ever asked, 88, what did you do when you were down, and I say the place where you were because Nithis would remember, but Caitlin doesn't. <laughs> In Pericles? Yeah. Uh, I worked as a, um, first as a personal bodyguard, and then as a caravan security. Hmm. Was that really boring? No. Hmm. It, cool. was, it is what I was trained to do. Fair enough. Cool. I don't really have any follow-up questions, I guess. <laughs> I missed that because the cat decided to put its claws in my knee. Um, what were you trained to do? I was trained to be a security guard. Were you like contracted for a certain number of years? How'd you get out? Yes, when I, my training was complete at the uh, Academy State, I was contracted for five years to a, a Periclesian trade baron and social eccentric <clears throat> named Humboldt Pewterspark. Pewterspark, I love it. That's at the end of those five years, our contract was re uh, renegotiated and renewed. However, unfortunately, after three years into our second contract, Mr. Pewterspark was killed in an inflatable watercraft accident, and that terminated our contract. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shortly thereafter, we were hired by Delto Darbin's exotic textile imports, to guard their caravan circuit from Timar to uh, Vatka in the Iron Hills. Oh, okay. You hear from the stage, is nobody gonna ask about the watercraft? <laughs> <laughs> Have I heard of inflatable watercraft before? Yeah, sure. You, you get like a sheep's platter or like you, you sew some stuff together. You went tubing down a river and Calamity <laughs> turned into a, an alligator. Yeah, this is totally a thing that. in this universe. It I is. forgot about it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it's it. funny. That it's ironic that you forgot about it, Amanda, considering you're the one that brought it into my world. <laughs> I was picturing like one of those things that you throw it out, you pull the record, it goes... <laughs> 
<laughs> no, nothing like you. You're definitely going to have to manually inflate these watercraft. Okay. <laughs> Though I guess magic. There's probably magical inflating watercraft. I mean, what sure. am I saying? <laughs> One of those like nozzles that you fill up balloons with, except it's connected to the elemental plane of air, like a German yeah. <laughs> water. I love it. All right. Anything else anybody wants to chat about or do before bed? If I may ask, Mythos, mm -hmm. you said that you have spent most of your life as a sailor. Mm -hmm. Why did you give up the sea? I just decided that it was time for something new. Like check. <laughs> <laughs> Same, actually. <laughs> Twenty, so plus seven. Can I get to roll a deception for that? Yeah, yeah, roll, roll a deception. <laughs> Twenty-seven. I got an eleven. Oh lordy. Oh, bad. Twelve. Boof. Oh, that's great. Mythos' <laughs> answer hangs there in the air, seeming, <laughs> seeming somewhat plausible to maybe 88, but Brindley has her suspicions. Okay, but really. <laughs> <laughs> You're so Brindley. It's great. <laughs> uh, but really what? It wasn't it. Tell us the story. Sounds exciting. I, I'm imagining it super exciting and like a little sexy and risque. You say sexy? Yeah, like good adventures. It wasn't that. Not it sexy? wasn't that. Well, what about the adventure? <laughs> What'd you say? Well, what about so, so if you didn't leave because you wanted to do something else, why'd you leave? Because I wanted to do something else. Okay. I wouldn't get her. Okay. Nithis isn't laughing. <laughs> but Caitlin is fucking hilarious. Uh, Nithis, do uh, you want another drink? I'll get you sure. one. All right. Go up and get her a shandy. And As she's away from the table, I will lean over to, Br to Brindley. Do you believe she was being untruthful? Oh, she was totally lying. <laughs> Hmm. It just makes me wonder even more about what it was. <laughs> Perhaps it was something traumatic or embarrassing. Yeah, that's why I'm wondering what it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> oh. oh, God, that's hilarious. <laughs> I come back with... Uh, Another whiskey for myself and a shandy for Brinley. All right, you're gonna drink the shandy. And then I, I finish my whiskey. Caitlin, are we drinking the same thing? We are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, Nithis is gonna finish her drink maybe faster than she normally does and Oh, well, I guess I'm, uh, I'm beat from all that walking across town today. I think I'm gonna head to bed. <laughs> all right, good night. Good night. Have a good night, Mythos.
And remember, you can trust us. Have a good day. <laughs> I just smile widely and friendly so that she knows she can trust us. <laughs> oh, she goes to bed. <laughs> um, I'll get back to you in a second on that. Uh, uh, at this point, Gwen, you finish up your set and come back over to the table. Did you all have a, a, a nice evening? Yes, it was very pleasant. Your playing was fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, very good, as usual. I, I do like to put on a good show. <coughs> I just noticed Duncan in his little box behind you. No. Mm. Oh. Mm -hmm. oh, doodle. Little, little, kiss, little kitty Easter egg. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Nithis, um, how do you, do you actually go straight to bed? Mm, I go straight to my bed. I don't fall asleep immediately, for sure. Okay. How quickly do you fall asleep? Um, it's going <laughs> to take a while. It's, it's going to take a couple of hours for okay. me to fall asleep. And I'm not going to sleep life. well. I'm, I'm probably going to have some nightmares tonight. Oh, no, you're definitely not going to sleep well, but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Even uh, the cat's mad at me. <laughs> just me. <mean. laughs> um, oh, no. Uh, all right. Uh, how long do you guys stay up? Not too well, long. We're getting up early in the morning. Yeah, so. we're getting up early. So. All right. I'm going to go after a little bit when we adjourn, go to my room and pick up the... Uh, Pirate book. Impa is literally coming. Fiction and read that before going to bed. Um, Are you mad? All right. Uh, so Gwen and Brindley in '88. Uh, oh, oh, such oh, a lump. Oh, look at that baby. All right. So Brindley, a couple hours after, you know, like, like a little, like as you're reading your book and maybe you're finishing your like evening beauty routine. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, you just feel the barometric pressure change, uh, and like the sh like the shuttered windows blow open uh, with a loud with a sort of gale sort of wind, which is weird because the weather was really clear when you went to bed, uh, and thunderclouds uh, start shooting lightning bolt. Uh, they're actually shooting pretty close to the tavern. Uh, it's frightening loud blinding bolts of lightning outside the window that just sprung open. I'm going to close the window um, and run downstairs to 88 and tell about it. I've got like my hair up in rollers and I've got like this beauty mask on. <laughs> I was like, 88, something's happening outside. Uh, 88, how do you respond? Oh wait, this is really happening? Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> I will get up and look out the window. Yeah, so just, yeah, you, you felt it too, just the, the like windows start rattling uh, and shaking. Uh, bolts of lightning just start shooting from the sky real close to the tavern. Some of them even seeming to strike parts of it. Um, roll me a perception check. This seems very concerning. <laughs> Perception, spending inspiration. Right now. 
24. I got um, 25. This weather system seems very localized, almost as if it's just around this tavern. I would suspect that this is magical in nature. It appears to be um, localized around our tavern. And as you say that, the winds die down and everything goes back to normal. I don't think it liked us talking about it. Uh, and as you look up, like you see like the clouds part suddenly and like stars shining through the night sky. Gwen, uh, you mean you also, I don't know, it's, it felt like a storm, but you don't actually have windows in the room. Just like, <laughs> Are you like in the cupboard under the stairs? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little nicer than that, but not by much. <laughs> you, you got the Harry Potter special. <laughs> were we in the? Were we still in the tavern room? You were in the tap room, yeah. All right. Uh, I will go up to the common room and check on Nithis. Nithis. Yes. Uh, you lay in bed and fall into your typical ill-tempered sleep. Uh, your typical bad dreams. Uh, but after a short little bit, uh, you wake up uh, and you are, uh, you hear, the first thing you hear is the ocean uh, loud and pounding against the beach that you're standing on. Uh, I'm actually on a beach? Yeah. You feel the, you feel the wind on your skin. Uh, you feel the humidity of the of the air, the salt of the ocean tickles your nostrils. Uh, oh, what time of day is it? Um, it's, it's night. It's the same time of day uh, that you're expected to be. Uh, however, you realize that you can't move the way you'd like to move. You feel trapped uh, in this viewing vessel. Uh, and as you look in down, what? what's that? In this what? Viewing vessel. Like you are trapped in something that you can't control. Uh, and uh, as you kind of, as whatever this is, it starts looking around, uh, you realize that you're crouched. Uh, and uh, the person you're viewing through looks down and you see much tanner skin than yours, uh, uh, a slightly more ample bosom, uh, and like dress that is just, you know, it's the first thing you see, sorry. It's, but, and then just like a very foreign style dress. Uh, you realize that you're not in your own body. Okay. Um, but you got great boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just trying to think of what would be a quick giveaway. It is the first thing that I... Would... A yeah, it is. Oh, like, realistically. You look down, um, they're right there. <laughs> um, uh, uh, and you realize that you are creeping along a beach. Uh, slowly moving, crouched low. Um, uh, starry sky ahead, the moon not yet risen. Uh, and as you draw closer, uh, you see just in the distance a small campfire. Uh, okay. Seated around it, you count five or six uh, soldiers. Uh, they're dressed in Windhavian Empire garb. Uh, they've got weapons, um, and they're sitting on what appears to be a makeshift camp. You see on the beach nearby a small strike boat uh, pulled up on the shore. Um, and the person you're in crouches down close to the sand and waits. And you sit there and you wait and wait. 
after about a half an hour of waiting, uh, the soldiers uh, start to go to sleep. At that point, you look down, and out of your pouch, you pull out a little wooden horse uh, that appears to be stained red in parts. You set it on the beach, pull out a long curved blade. Uh, stealthily, you start running closer and closer to the soldiers. And with a mighty shriek, uh, the sword goes through the head of the first one as you spin around and come down over the, into the shoulder and through the chest of the second. And I'm not able to do anything. No, right? you're just watching this. Uh, however, you feel the fury of this person and you feel storm clouds start to gather in the sensation that you felt before. Though you can't see them, you can feel it. You feel the anger of this person, their quest for vengeance as they pull the sword out, grab the dagger off of one that they just slain and throw it at another one that's running towards them. This person's putting on a good show. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately... Uh, having killed four of them, it's still two against one, and they, the other two have gotten their swords out. Uh, it's a tense battle. Sword clanging against sword, sand thrown in faces. Uh, the, the person is able to take down another one, uh, but they turn, uh, and unfortunately, just in the last second, they catch a, a sword flashing right towards their face. And then you wake up in your bed, sweating, and the winds around you dying down. Oh. Fuck. Um, <clears throat> I'm just gonna sit there like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> um, uh, at that moment, you hear loud, uh, heavy footsteps coming in down the hall towards the common room you're sleeping in. Idiot's head peeks in. Are you all right, Nithis? There was a strange storm. All good. <clears throat> uh, to you, Nithis is covered in sweat, like drenched through her, uh, and her face, like she, her face appears paler than normal. You said there was a storm? Yes, a very sudden, seemingly magical storm centered on the tavern. It is gone. That sucks. <laughs> is there anyone else in the common room? <laughs> uh, there's, uh, there's a couple other people, and uh, one of them kind of just murmurs something. Even though... Um, I, I don't know what happened. I was having a nightmare, so. Do you wish to speak about it? No. You said there was yeah. a storm? Yes. A very violent thunderstorm. Was there lightning? Yes. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> it may be time for me to leave Carthol. Why is that? 
Well, if I cause that storm, I it could hurt somebody next time. So. Yeah. If you were the cause of the storm, then yes, perhaps it would be best. Yeah. Once we finish our business tomorrow, we can continue on our way. Okay. Just going to continue kind of staring into space. Real freaked out. Would you like me to get you a glass of warm milk? <laughs> I am told that helps people sleep. I don't think I'm going to go back to sleep, 88. I don't think that's a good idea. Hmm. At all. Thank you. And I'm just going to sit there. Friendly, what are you doing? Um, I don't know if 88 told me that he was going to go check on her, so I think I he just did. went back to her. Oh. Yeah, he did. Okay. <laughs> he said that he was going to check on you, but I thought that was like, this is what I'm yeah, doing. Uh, 88 told you, yes. I'm trying to like waiting outside. Go ahead, so now I've gone back into my room and I'm waiting to hear him to try to call over so nobody sees me in my mask <laughs> I love it. 88 comes back after a minute. 88! <clears throat> How was it? Um, are, are you letting him into your room or do we have to speak in the hallway? <laughs> <laughs> you can come in, yeah. Right. Comes in. Closes the door. Uh, Nithis believes she was the cause of the storm. That's silly. Why would she be the cause of the storm? Well, she does have magical storm powers. Yeah, that's true. That was the... Don't say. <laughs> she thinks it is best if tomorrow we leave town. I mean, now that we got things cleared up with Darius, there's really no reason not to, especially if it somehow helps her. I don't know. I agree. Cool. Okay, well, I'm gonna go to bed. Have a good night, Brindley. Night, 88. I will leave. Go back to the common room and just... Stand there. Sentry <laughs> mode. Yep. <laughs> Nithis, so. um, do you, you you sit there? Do you just sit there till it's time to come down in the morning? Yeah. Yep. All right. When morning Did comes, you make what the you... wrong choice. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, you've never had anything like that happen to you. Though. I imagine it probably sits fairly heavily on you. <laughs> uh, all right, it is the 22nd of planning. It is Moon's Day. Fantasy Monday. <laughs> when is King's Day? Uh, King's Day is Fantasy Wednesday. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one could still hate King's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if one is a grumpy and bittered cop. Uh <laughs> 
right. So, uh, <laughs> for some reason, camels all love King's Bay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So, you, uh, you all uh, wake up, gather back in the common room. Mm-hmm. And we get up early, like six ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few other people dining in the, uh, in the common room or the you know, dining area at that time. Travelers, merchants, things like that. Um, you hear a couple of them talking with the, uh, with the barkeep about the storm last night. About how strange that was. Um, yeah, it was eh, fine. It was fine. It's normal. Completely normal. <laughs> you say that to them? Yeah. One of them looks at you and says, uh, where are you from? Because that's that, we don't get storms like that around here. I read about it in a book once. Um, it just happens, if you know, the barometric pressure is like too, if it's really high over here and a little hole over there and it meets together, then there's like freak really fast storms. Happens all the time. I used to, I used to read it on dates with my Canadian boyfriend. <laughs> oh, well, she read it in the book. Yeah, I guess, I guess if you write the book, it's probably not that weird. <laughs> Books, they say, and shake their heads ruefully. <laughs> all right, so you all get served breakfast. Uh, Innkeep comes over and says, uh, uh, you all plan on staying another night? He says, uh, about your fate is run out. Moving on. Oh, well, uh, best luck in your travels then, uh, he says. Um, we're, we're moving on. I think it's best that we go ahead and head out after after we see Darius. Yeah. Okay. Double check on Darius and then um, finish up any shopping and you know head out. All right. <laughs> All right. Nithis so, was like pissed off a criminal or something like like last time. Nithis looks <laughs> exhausted and pale. There's no hiding it. I mean, how does that compare to like a hangover we may have seen? Oh, she's very good at handling hangovers. She's been oh. drinking for a while. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, it'd be weirder to see her not hug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Chris, did you get my message? Oh, I, you know, my messenger app wasn't open, so I'm going <clears> to <throat> open it right now and see what that message was. It's from a while ago. It has nothing to do with what just uh, happened, but it's. Are, what you, I, are you are you doing okay with this? Not really. You're not, you're not sick like uh, Brimley was the other day. Oh are yeah, you? you don't have the face rot or whatever it was. Did I know about yeah. that? Yeah, you were there oh. when her, she was bleeding with you. Oh, that's what I call it. Something rot. Um, I rot. I rot. Um, I'm I'm fine enough. I just think it's time to you know head out. I I had one thing I wanted to do after we um saw Darius and then um keep traveling. Okay. Gwen is a lot more easygoing than Sean is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, you eat breakfast. Do you make your way over to Darius's place? 
walk over, knock, knock on the little uh, fountain. Um, all right, you knock on the door uh, and wait. There is no reply from the water fountain. I am I am not at all shocked. Can I try the door? Yeah, it's locked. I will go around the outside oh. of the house to see if all the windows are closed. All right, all, right. Uh, all the windows in the front and are closed, and the shutters are as well. Uh, you kind of go down the back block and then come around the back, uh, and all those appear to be shut as well and shuttered. How about the second second story? Uh, those are also shuttered, oddly. I bang on the door harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no reply. Did many... this motherfucker leave us holding a bag today? Because <laughs> we made a deal with a crime family for this motherfucker. How many um, stories is it? Three stories. Shall we toss a kobold? Um, <laughs> toss a I'm kobold to your witcher. Locate objects. Oh, okay. And see if I can locate. Oh no, this is one of the golems. Um, which one? The A one. Apple. Aleph. Aleph. Yeah, Aleph. Just a second. I need to look up something. <laughs> Unlike Rangram, I can't persuade the door to open. <laughs> Does Darius, is he in a wheelchair? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, and his step, he has the steps and he has a ramp that goes up the side. Uh, uh, you, yes, you detect the golem inside. Well, the golem's in there. Well, he would have left them all behind if he went somewhere. I'm thinking maybe he's dead in there. Okay, 88, do you want to break down that door? It's what time is it? Six in the morning. Uh, it's closer to seven now, Sorry. after you guys had breakfast and all that stuff. Um, um, how long <laughs> would it take for us to go get our grumpy Aarakocra cop friend? Uh, he's in the North District, so it would be... Uh, it'd be like a half hour there and back. I could, I could check the, I think I could probably check the roof and see if um, Darius left any of the, <laughs> the windows up there open. I mean, it's, let's just kick down the door. We can, we can buy the guy, the guy a new door if he's alive. Brindley, can you fly up to the roof and check? To be fair, though, you did really hammer home to him, like how important it was to lock everything up. Um, I can cast fly on myself. I have that spell. Yeah, I don't have, I don't have flying yet. I think I have to get eighth level to get something that can fly. I'll you have fly. something that can climb. I can be a monkey. I can climb. I'm pretty good good at climbing, actually. I'm going to lean over to the water fountain and say very loudly, "Hello, good morning." Silence. I think we need to break down that door, guys. Hey, maybe break down the door. I do not believe we have 
legal authority to break down doors. But we're friends, and we're worried about our friend. Yeah, I think we'll get in trouble. Worst comes to worst, we do have a couple of that he gave us back. Right? Where's where's the closest constabulary? Uh, here in this area, not too far. Uh, maybe a couple blocks. I will go get a guard, and I go to get the guard. Does anyone want to peek up into the upper story window so you see a bedroom? Yeah, I'll... I mean, I think it is it climbing is acrobatics, right? Athletics. Oh, never mind. I'm not very good at that. Nidus, you want to fly? I can do that. I can turn into something and climb. Depends on what's plus, I guess. Is it more spending, spending for you to do it or is it more spending for me to do it? Mine's a third level. Oh, yeah, I'll just be shape. Oh, okay. I'm going to be shape into like a spider monkey and climb up. Um, all right, you be shaped into a spider monkey, you climb up. Is that a uh, brandy monkey? Romain Athletics joke. Spider monkey, athletics. I roll a natural 18. All right, you have no problem scaling the house. What do you do? Run the peek into a window and then jump over. Uh, the shutters are all one. shut on all the windows. Yeah. Uh, you pull you, the interior you, shutters or exterior shutters? exterior shutters. So you, you try pulling on them and they're they're locked. Clasped from the inside. Are they? Do they have like the little slats? Yeah. Can I like try to break the little slat? Yeah, you can break some slats if you want. Gonna do that. Ooh, natural nineteen. So 16. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, you're, you're looking in a, at the third floor window that faces the street? Yeah. Um, so you look inside and you see what looks to be a large laboratory. Okay. No people in there? No people in there. No bodies on the floor? No bodies on the floor. <laughs> All right. I'll go to the um, next. Uh, as you do that, um, 88 has come back with a guard. Uh, jump down. <laughs> uh, the guard uh, says, all right, so your friend says you have a friend who's not responding? Yes, yeah. he is very elderly and lives alone. We believe something bad may have happened to him. I unmonkey. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, hello there. Hi. Uh, he kind of looks up and says, were you, uh, on, were you climbing his house? I wanted to see if I could see if he was in trouble. Huh. Did you break his shutter? Um, I lost my balance and I slipped. <laughs> uh -huh. for any damages. Yes, we're going to give him money for it. Um, uh, and as you say that, a uh, voice behind you says, uh, Oh, no, no need. Um, they're friends of mine, officer. Ugh. And you see uh, uh, being pushed up the street uh, by uh, Gil, the uh, third column. You see Darius. Uh, he's uh, got a uh, small chest in his lap. I'm going to fly to Seattle and slap you in your face. <laughs> <laughs> I was so worried. 
<laughs> so worried for this fake old man. <laughs> he says, um, you all are early. Uh, wasn't expecting you for another uh, hour, hour or so. <laughs> I suppose that was poor communication on our part. Gwen was concerned. He does uh, stay early. We didn't specify. The guard looks, at, uh, looks down at Darius. Look, you guys, is this the old man recluse you're talking about? Mm-hmm. All right. Is that why you told him? He just kind of nods and walks back to the guardhouse. Thanks. I'm glad that you were okay. Oh, yes, me too. Um, he looks at you and he says, yes, I did a good job. He said, lock up the place. So. Yeah, you did a very good job. Did you hear back from any of your wizard friends? Uh, I'll be honest, I have not gotten around to writing the letter yet. But they got away from me. What were you doing? What's that? What were you doing? He pats the chest. He says, I have to pay for the thing, don't I? Oh, I thought that was in your safe inside the house. That may have been a bit of hyperbole on my part. I don't actually have that much money stored in the house. Um, That's good. That's a you good should thing. tell people you do. He, he seems kind of ashamed. He says, oh, no, no. I, it's dreadful for appearances. He says, I should always have the ability to Anyway, don't don't worry about it. Um, uh, Gimel uh, pushes him up the ramp and opens the front door and he says, well, um, I suppose um, you don't well, like some breakfast sandwiches or something, yes? Yeah, sure. Uh, come, in, come into my party. had breakfast. <laughs> Time for a second breakfast. Is <laughs> <laughs> this uh, breakfast wine? Um, perhaps is an order? Yeah. Sure. Mimosas. Yeah. Orange juice? No, thank you. Just juice. Uh, no, unfortunately, I do not have oranges today. I'm sorry. I, I could send a golem to go get some, though. It's important to you. That would be great, actually. No. It, is, it is not that important for me. No, uh, he says, he says, it's uh, fine. It's fine. Oh, oh, okay. Well, if you change your mind. Um, he seems a little off-put that you've caught him in the act of retrieving his money, so... <laughs> Uh, he, he puts the uh, chest on the table and puts like a little cloth over it. Did we lock the door on our way in? Um, he says, so, uh, I, small talk, I, I guess. Um, <laughs> Wait, Chris, did we lock the door on our way in? Uh, he, you don't, you, it doesn't, it has a lock on both sides, like a keyhole on both sides, so, uh, you did not. Okay, I'm going to go lock the front door. You don't have a key. Oh, a keyhole, okay. Yeah. Um, Darius, can I have the key just in case so you don't get surprised when you lock the front door? Um, I'll, I'll lock the door. You, you wait here. Okay, I'm going to keep an eye on you. You guys are so... So certain that I'm going to have something befall this very kind man. <laughs> uh, he, yes, uh, he, yes, because we've met, Chris. Yeah. So Glenn's the, paranoia is running off, rubbing off. Um, he uh, he goes and locks the door, and he comes back, rolls back into the room, and says, "All right, well, um, does anybody know any spectral ghost stories or anything like that, or how do we want to pass the hour?" I look at Gwen. <laughs> Well, Tell him about Mary. Did we talk about Mary before? Oh, Lordy. Mary? Oh, the, the doll. 
All right. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll give a... Uh, a story of stupidity. An, an impassioned rendition of of uh, our, our thrilling defeat of the demon. <laughs> and I'll put a little a little zhuzh of uh, performance in there. Let me perform check. Zhuzh. Zhuzh. 17 again. That thing likes rolling 11. He seems very entertained by the story. He says, all that from a porcelain doll. He says, and yet you, after that, you still answered uh, job boards. Well, he says, you have a spirit of adventure that I must confess that I do not have. He says, if I, if I went through such a harrowing tale, I don't think I would go back into the feet first into the job board business. Well, we all we we are about you know gathering gathering stories. Or at least I am. So these this group has certainly has certainly been helpful in that regard. We've had a lot happen in a very short period of time. As you say that, uh, you hear a knock at the door. Nurse is like, "Oh, oh!" Um, and he uh, he uh, reaches onto a side table and um, pulls off. Uh, Pulls off a um, a a little uh, kind of tin horn that you didn't realize wasn't just decoration, and he holds it up to his ear, uh, and then he speaks into his horn and he says, "Hello, this is Darius Bartrand Silverbrand the Fourth. Um, please talk into the water fountain." And then he puts it back up to his ear. Okay, yes, I will. Um, I'll have one of my golems fetch you right away. He sets it down on the table, and he says, um, "Aleph, uh, your your brother is here." I uh, he says, oh, "Open the door and fetch them inside, if you'd be so kind." I will go to the door with Aleph. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I'll I'll keep an eye on Darius. I'll stay right. here. Yeah. All right. So um, Aleph puts the key in the lock, opens the door, uh, and filling the frame is a seven and a half foot tall, broad shouldered murder bot. Uh, who hunches and then goes inside. Uh, uh, and following it, uh, you see Whisper Indros <clears throat> by herself. Hey, Good morning. She looks at the lot of you and then raises an eyebrow. She just says, hmm, didn't expect that you all would be here. Funnily, funnily enough, neither did I, but here we are. <laughs> she says, um, she just l- looks at you, Brindley, and says, you realize if I intended harm to the old man, that the four of you would not be enough to stop me, correct? Uh, we're just here to assuage Gwen's anxieties. She says, I, not only could I single-handedly take care of you, she pulls out a control wand, she says, but I have the murder bot. Yeah, but I mean, we didn't think that, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just, Trying to be nice. She just she shrugs her shoulders and uh, follows the golem into the uh, into the parlor. Um, she uh, she uh, uh, Darius Bartran Silverbrand says, oh, "Hello, I'm Darius Bartran Silverbrand the Fourth, um, and may I, I don't believe I have the acquaintance or the uh, the privilege of knowing your acquaintance." She says, "Whisper, you want the bot or not?" <laughs> He says, oh, yes, quite. And she says, 
your uh, crack negotiation team here. We settled on a price of 25,000 gold pieces. Says, yes, they told me. And he dramatically pulls the cloth off of the chest. He says, it's all in here. He says, uh, he says now the control wand, please. Uh, and she looks at the control wand and looks at him and looks at all of you and then flips it around and hands it to him. She's satisfied. She says, oh, yes, very much so, he says. So happy to have, so happy to have Dalit back. He's my best companion in the friend. And she says, all right, well, she picks up the chest, uh, puts it inside of her cloak, uh, and then pulls her hand back out, and it's gone. She have a cloak of holding? <laughs> <laughs> Great. She's a horrible hole in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, she looks at you, uh, Andy, and she says, well, I'd say I'd see you in two days, but I have a hunch I won't. And then she leaves. That resolved itself quite well. Yes. Good. Yes. I'm very pleased. I'm glad nobody died. Yeah. Me too. Well, we should be on our way. Yes. Well, Good luck, thank Darius. you very much, Darius. Good luck. And and please do reach out to your wizard friends about <laughs> getting some words for this place. I uh, says, oh yes, I, I sure will. And um, well, uh, fair travels. Uh, I probably won't see you again, but um, good luck in all that you do. Good luck as well. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. And we and leave. We exunt. Bye. Exunt. We exunt right off. <laughs> All right. Uh, Seems uh, like Chris is a little too in, involved in something. I'm suspicious. All right. So, uh, what do y'all do? You're on the stoop of Darius's uh, brownstone. You see uh, a l very large carriage with a team of four black horses in front of it, uh, sitting there across the street. Uh, and then, after a few moments, it takes off. Shall we go collect Snicker and Doodle? Hmm. Yeah. And, oh, um, and Winthorpe. Winchester. Winchester. <laughs> God, Sean. I know. I was going to look, but it, it happened so quickly. I couldn't look up his name. Wasn't Winthorpe a character you played or a name of one of the characters you played? Or? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go back to get Snicker and Doodle. Yep. On the way, On the way. there, I'm going to buy an apples to get some treats. Oh. Uh, also, on the way, I want to stop at a courier's mm -hmm. uh, and have them write a very nice, nice, nicely pinned note to Crackjaw saying, yeah. uh, thank you for all your assistance. Uh, I look forward to seeing you again someday. Signed, your friend, 88. And I will mm -hmm. include the uh, bookshop gift certificate and have that sent to him. That's great. Yeah. You guys have been so nice to Crackjaw. You've given him cookies and book <laughs> certificates. <laughs> Chris, did you get my message? I like him. Uh, yes, and my, my answer did not change. <laughs> that's, that's, that's already taking into account the amount you spent, you spent on it. Okay. <laughs> so how much is that going to cost me, Chris? Uh, uh, silver piece. Okay. 
right. Uh, as you guys head back to uh, your tavern, um, you're surprised to find a long line uh, at the gate to get from the inner city back to the outer city where your tavern is. That's weird. Hmm. Um, I ask people on the line if what's what? Yeah. Uh, you ask the people ahead of you, and they're just like, I, don't, I have no idea. Like, normally this is nothing. Uh, and then somebody a few spots ahead says they're searching everybody that goes through. For what? Hi. Shrugs his shoulder. I will check my bags. Yeah. Um, do I have any sort of contraband on me? Uh, I don't know. That <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> um. If you dump out a bag of holding, does everything come out? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to dump out my bag and like, kind of turn myself away from other people so they don't see all the money in it. I dump <laughs> my bag from Darius. And like, okay, it's, it's, I mean, it's just got the money in it. You've already. Okay. Sure. All right. Then this, isn't, this isn't a trick. This isn't <laughs> a trick. <artist. laughs> now what? Is he secretly evil? <laughs> I'm just checking my bags to see if anyone has like put something in there that shouldn't be. Uh, make me a perception check. Ditto. Well, that was a good one too. Ooh, I got a 19. Nope. Indy Beyond. Oh my god, that's bad. Oh. 10. 5. 15. None of you notice anything out of place in your in your your goods. Yeah. I mean, I think we'll be fine. Is the line moving quickly, or is it at a standstill? It's slowly moving. Hmm. You wait. You wager it'll be at least uh, an hour. Uh, and also, it's weird because this wasn't there when you came in, so this is something new. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess we wait in line. All right, so yeah. you wait in line. Show our uh, the line grows much longer behind you all as people are just waiting to, you know, it's it's the first day of the week. They want to get out to the fields. They want to get on the road. Uh, so there's a lot of, everyone here is kind of miserable and people are griping at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, eventually, uh, you get closer to the front of the line. Uh, there's a small cart, like four spots ahead of you. Um, the uh, guards are searching through it, and they finally point the person over to a smaller area, kind of next to the gate. Uh, and they have to they take the cart over there, um, uh, and then you see a couple more guards start poking through it, like in greater detail. Hmm. Uh, I watch. I watched the byplay. Uh, they're still searching it when uh, you lot get to the gate. Uh, and a couple of stern looking city guards uh, stop you. They say, What's your names and your business? I'm Brindley Corder. Uh, my business is to get from this other place back to where we were staying to get my horses. Where are you staying? Silver? I forget what it's called. <laughs> yeah. Cauldron? Something called Silver Cauldron. Okay. <laughs> uh, my name's Nithis. Well, they're not done questioning you, though. They say, uh, you say Silver Cauldron. They say, how long have you been staying there? 
three or four uh, days. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, you all checked in uh, on the 17th. Oh, okay. So five days? Six days. Six days. Almost a week. Mm -hmm. And they look at you, Nithis. They said your name? Nithis. What's your business? Same thing. We were helping a friend. Now we're headed out. Where are you from? Uh, Nishima, originally. It's a long way. What are you doing here? Traveling? I'm an adventurer. All right. I'm going to need you to set all your stuff on that table. And he points to the left. All your bags, anything that holds goods. What on earth is going on? I mean, as I, I ask that as I walk over, I'm not going to fight. Yeah. He looks at you, Gwen. What about you? Um, my name is Jervis Winston Earlham Neville Archer, and I'm with these other people. He looks at your holy symbol. They say, you here for pilgrimage? Well, I was in New Haven for pilgrimage, and, and these people have been just all kinds of fun, so I'm hanging out with them. You vouch for them? I do. Go put your stuff on the table over there. Okay. What's going on? And I put my stuff on the table over there. All right. They look at you, 88. My name is 88. Where were you built? The Academy State of Alteria. Though the fact that I am a warforged should answer that question. <laughs> yeah, go put your stuff on the table. All right. <laughs> they look at you, Bradley. They say, you're free to go. What? It's because she's obviously human. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, human. to be fair, Nithis looks obviously human as well. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Look, I mean, I look a little strange, but you couldn't tell what I would be. And I like loiter while my friends get checked out. Uh, on the other side of the gate, yeah. Okay, I'll do that. And I kind of look at though. Uh, Try to keep as close as possible on the other side of the game. So the first thing they do when they got all your stuff on the table is they point at the monogram bags and say, "What's this? Some sort of organization?" We were paid by a rich man with a weird outlook on life. What's his name? Bartrand Silverbrand the Fourth. One. I'm the service for him, and we're paid. One of the one of the guys actually is like, yeah, I know him. He lives in the brownstone down in the district. Weird guy. He is a weird guy. Yeah. He says, uh, "Weird how disloyal to the empire or disloyal to the country?" <laughs> no, just awkward around people. He is eccentric. An old shut-in. Yeah. Is. Uh, what did is you all? Did you turn out your bags of holding, please? Yeah. Yeah, all right, Medusa. It's a lot of money. Because we did a job. Just got paid, yeah. Um, let's take a look in your character inventories here. Lordy. Um, I know what the fuck I have in my inventory. Ow. Um, I mean, if I have anything that's going to make then get me in trouble, that's pretty sad because it, it's all prosaic shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> sir, why do you need a thousand ball bearings? <laughs> In case I get two thousand. 
in case are I you, get. Are you putting them in a bomb? No. Oh, in case, what? what? They're in case I get chased. <laughs> we we fought a hill giant. It sometimes is helpful if you're attacked on the road to throw those on the ground, and people fall over, and you can either run away or, you know, get yourself they look, together. They say, your opal orb. That's some sort of magic device. I'm a sorcerer. It's how I focus my power. It's really not unusual to have a magical focus. There's a magical academy here in Carthol. I've been there. Mm-hmm. This can't be a new concept. Um, I one of them points at your chat book about Sinport and says, what's this? It's a guide for curiosities. We're traveling east. Where? Well, there's, no, yet. there's no <laughs> final destination. We're adventurers, and we're adventuring in an easterly direction. Another, one of them looks at the other one and says vagabonds. Rude. <laughs> I mean, rich ones. How does many that, vagabonds do you know that can actually complete jobs? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this, all right, put your stuff back in your stuff. You're free to go. Peace out. Jenkins. <laughs> um, I kind of want to always have calm emotions ready to cast on me. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Do it'll have the, wears off. It'll have the inverse not. effect of what you want it to happen. Do not try to cast that on me. Well, and it doesn't work the way that the, the name of it would imply. <laughs> I will keep my autonomy. Thank you very much. Out we go. Right. Yep. So, um, good time to leave town. When you get about uh, 100 feet away from the gate, you see the long line stretching for people to get into the inner city. Uh, there's a bell ringer, uh, a, a crier, I guess is probably a better term for it, uh, crying out news. Uh, and he says, uh, it's like a you know, little kid, of course, uh, extra, extra, Wendhavian Empire, sieging city. Uh, and as you get closer, you find out that uh, the Windhavian Empire has sieged um, both Crailson and Benfelden. Oh. Uh, and that all trade is blocked. Uh, it's pretty much cutting off uh, Carthol from any sort of trade from that city. Uh, and you also find out that the, the searching you gather from the news is that they suspect some sort of Windhavian murder plot. Hmm. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is perhaps good we are going in the opposite direction. Yeah. yeah. Probably we should take a nice big swing around Carthalia. No, or going back Carthal. in. Yeah. No going oh. back in there. Yeah. Yeah. They were great. They were kind of rude. Yeah, they were. I mean, I understand Warren a little bit. Something called customer service. <laughs> yes, we are customers. A thing that the fantasy TSA is well known for is their customer <laughs> service. <laughs> TSA. <laughs> Who knew? Oh no! All right. So what do you do? Oh. We get Snicker and Doodle. We get Snicker and Doodle. In Winchester. In Winchester. In Winchester. Yeah. Um, oh. uh, you all you'll see Winchester for the first time in a while, and the dog has a halo. Winchester, did you 
Why? Decided it yourself a new outfit. It just comes up and 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 uh, kind of sits at your feet and pants. And pat his head. Why does your dog have a halo? Well, he's a celestial being. All celestial beings have halos. I try to poke the halo. You just go right through it. Weird. Let's go. Do you like having a halo? (laughs) Who are you you asking? You're a dog. (laughs) I believe this is is incontrovertible proof that he is a good boy. (laughs) Somebody's the best boy. All right, uh, we have them put our cart together, or we put it together, however it works, mm-hmm. yeah. You, you get your horse out of the, the thing, and you hook it up to your cart, throw all your pillows back in the back. Hmm. I give them the apples, I give them. We'll go ahead and saddle up Winthrop. Winthrop. <laughs> Jesus, Winchester. Oh my God, you're not allowed to have any pets. <laughs> not allowed to use names. All, All right. right, so east? We ride, well, north and then east, yeah, yeah, yeah. around the city. Right. Uh, as you ride north around the city, uh, taking the outer wall road up, you, you pass those long lines for all the gates. Uh, you pass by a certain, a certain city guardsman with wings and a very large mug of coffee. Yay! Wave. Mm-hmm. Past the junkyard uh, where you... Just faintly, faintly, faintly hear, feel like you could hear like a small kaboom coming from inside. Uh, uh, and you make your way around to the east side of the city, uh, uh, making your way down the long and uh, the uh, kind of uh, switchback road that goes down Lookout Hill. Uh, you see the Andros Fighting Arena building up looking out over you. Uh, and you hit the road northeast heading towards East Hill. And that's we'll Yay, pick it up next time. Hooray! Brindley's gonna go home. <laughs> You're gonna see my mom and my dad and waffles. <laughs> I feel totally... like it just got dramatically harder to breathe. Oh. I haven't been able to Are your windows open? I'm totally going to uh, switch Winchester into an elk. Because how stupid would that be? <laughs> I mean, you're going to need a rope to climb up on him. <laughs> I just figured maybe I could just, I can ride him between the antlers. <laughs> I don't think the fight and steam spell was intended for someone my type. <laughs> what spell? Fine speed. Fine speed. 